Hi everyone, I'm Jocelyn and I am grateful you're here. You're listening to the Starting with Gratitude podcast. This is a safe space intended to host meaningful conversations exploring all topics of the human experience. Every conversation starts with gratitude and remains rooted in gratitude. After you listen, make sure to join the community by subscribing and sharing. I am so happy you have joined us. Hello, Mia. Peace, Jocelyn. How is your spirit doing in this moment? I am grounded and I am present in loving awareness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. I'm glad that you are feeling grounded and in present awareness. When you say present awareness, how what does that mean to you to be in that being? For me, it means that I am I am observing everything that is around me and I am also at peace with everything that is within me and I'm just in this state of oneness. Oh, (laughs) well, I'm excited to get into all of that and how you've arrived to this state of being in this season of your life. Um, But before we completely dive in, I'm going to ask you to share with us what it is that you wrote down for your expression of gratitude. Sure, I'd love to because... I believe gratitude is gratitude is an energy of currency, you know? So every rising, I always write down just at least like 10 things that I'm grateful for. Mm -hmm. And so I love to just lead with gratitude in my own personal life. And so I really love the concept of just starting with gratitude. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. I do the same. I start my days just writing down what it is that I feel grateful for. And it's a practice that I adopted a few years ago. I don't remember really what the inspiration rooted from, but I just bought this journal and started writing every day what it is I feel grateful for. And it just, I'm grateful that it's stuck with me all this time. Yeah, because most definitely gratitude is something that I feel like when when we talk about being in that present state of loving awareness, it's because I have recognized and accepted all things that just are. And I give gratitude for where they are in my life. And that is the expression of love, that exchange of love, which is everything, you know, for what it is and where it stands. Mm-hmm. So for this, for this, I, um, I just, you know, just everything that I am always grateful for. Um, This rising, I wrote down that I am grateful for the blessing of my breath. The breath is so important. I mean, if you weren't breathing today, you would not be able to even experience this life. So every rising, I always give gratitude to my breath, always honoring my breath through just mindful, conscious breathing. I'm also very grateful for the strength of my ancestors because, honey, if my ancestors did not live to see another day, if they did not embody the strength to carry on another day just for merely survival, I wouldn't be here. And so I have to honor 
I have to honor my ancestors because I am my ancestors. Mm-hmm. That's a real big one too. Like I just, I just, you know, just speaking of the ancestors, I just have to open this space with gratitude towards the ancestors and gratitude to your ancestors and gratitude for the uh, ancestral alignment and allowing us to be in this space, allowing us to just live in this moment and live in our purpose. I'm so grateful that we are, we have the opportunity to come together and just exchange this energy. So I'm grateful for the birth of you. I'm so grateful for the birth of myself. I'm so grateful for all the elements. I'm grateful for the sun. I'm grateful for the wind, the water, the earth, the air, everything that just, you know, gives birth to this creation that we get to experience. Mm-hmm. Like, what would we be without it? <laughs> yeah. I receive that gratitude and I reciprocate it it's felt I also um so I wrote down 10 things 10 things to be grateful for um I feel like we all can find at least 10 things if not five I always tell my clients say you know you're starting five things of gratitude just being grateful to be able to see, to smell, to taste, to touch, and to hear. And then my sixth sense, I'm grateful for just my intuition. Mm. And I'm just so grateful for my gifts and being able to... (laughs) I'm I'm just so grateful to be in this space of awareness with myself and be so in tune with my own intuition and my gifts and being able to give these gifts with other people is such a blessing and I feel like it just has brought this vitality to my life you know I am extremely grateful to be living in my purpose I am so 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 immensely grateful for my health I feel like people do not value their health enough until it's too late. Mm -hmm. So living in gratitude for my health, especially in this current climate is so important. Mm -hmm. I'm grateful for, I'm grateful for my loved ones. I love (laughs) for my soul tribe, my family, my mom and dad, my community, especially my mom and dad, because I would not even be here without them. Like, just hands down, you know, nobody's perfect, but I'm grateful for the seed coming to the egg and bringing birth to the star seed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just it's the simple things, like it's the simple things, and even just for my like my tribe, my loved ones, my community. I honestly could not be out here without these beautiful reflections. I couldn't. I would probably feel really isolated and estranged and just, you know, it's like, I feel like our community and our tribe really brings that warmth, Mm -hmm. that warmth that we need. Because sometimes, you know, the journey can be isolating and it can feel kind of cold, you know? It's like on that 
on that spectrum of hot and cold and things are really, really intense and warm and ooey gooey. And then, you know, you're on that other side where you're like, <laughs> like does anybody hear me? <laughs> yeah, really though. And then that's where, that's where the tribe comes in. We're like, yes, we hear you. We're here for you. We love you. And I would, I would not, I would not be who I am today if it weren't for the people in my life that pour into me as well. And so, yeah, this, this starting 10 things of gratitude, you know, just the things that you can hold in your hand. That's what I always say, like the gratitude is a currency. Mm -hmm. And so if you are Paying paying your attention, your attention is your awareness. So if you're paying your attention, your intention into gratitude, then you begin to create positive shifts in your life because then you begin to see things that are, that bring forth that radiance into the life that bring forth that meaning. And so if you can just start with five things of gratitude, another five, then look what you literally have in your hands. You have these positive currents of energy to create with, and then anything is possible. And so that's what it's just, it's so exciting. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing that. And um, this is a video and audio podcast. But for those of you who are just listening to this episode and not watching it, I just want to uh, emphasize that I have been like smiling this whole time <laughs> that you've been expressing your gratitude because I can really feel it. And just like this pure energy that you have within you, it's just so beautiful. And I just wanted to acknowledge that. And also like whenever I sense this in others and just really see because I feel like to be able to really arrive to this state of being, you really have invested in yourself mm -hmm. in so many different ways. And so I just want to congratulate you <laughs> for investing in yourself and for all that you've had to overcome and work through mm -hmm. to be here as you are now. So thank you for all of that. and. Again, I'm really excited to dive into this conversation. So speaking of your state of being and, and how you are feeling right now in this moment, how would you describe this current season of your life? I said this the other day because I feel like I have, I feel like I have broken through this threshold that has allowed me to truly just like, flow and flow in the state of being like I've been I've been on my journey for like roughly five years and I've I've never felt the state of this state of awareness like I've caught glimpses of it I've been able to be present in it maybe for like some weeks or so and then the shift will happen that'll make you have to do the work again you know 
but I've been consistently sticking to myself and consistently showing up for myself. And it's the consistency, it's the consistency that brings forth this present loving awareness. And I really just feel like I am like 2021 has been like an uphill grind, like grind, grind, grind mode, grind mode, grind mode. And it's been beautiful. It's been beautiful. It's been pretty harmonious. It's been like a lot of masculine energy and just, you know, doing the work to get to it, you know, just doing the work and get to it. And now I would say since like maybe like the start of June, with the start of June, been able to really just like relax in my femininity and just work with what is presently in my lap rather than having to do that grind, 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 going to get it, going to do this, this, that. Like I'm just present. I'm working with what is here. And it is just like, I, I said, I'm like, I feel like I am like the Empress card. I feel like I'm truly living in this Empress energy. I feel like my life is like the Ten of Cups, the Empress card, the Nine of Pentacles, the High Priestess, and the Sign. That, 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 that right. <laughs> I don't know, you know, who who is all familiar with the tarot, but these are like the biggest yes cards. These are like, you are truly on top of yourself. You are truly embodying your higher self. And so I really feel like with all this work that I've been doing, even just to get to this point, you know, Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm just so grounded and integrated in my higher self. And it's just, it's just a beautiful space to be in. I, I feel, I feel like the cushion of peace, you know, it just feels very soft. I feel more delicate than I have before. I feel extremely sensitive and tender, but it's like a really good feeling. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> super tender, but it's like, okay, like that's, that, I'm like, if that's my, um, if that's what my femininity feels like, I love it. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> but it's, I don't know, it just feels really good. Yeah. Maybe if I could, if I can like put it in a visual, it's like, like laying in a field, in a meadow, in a super soft, grassy meadow. And like, it's like 88 degrees. The sun is shining. There's like maybe a few clouds in sight, but there's like a lot of trees and it's, um, there's not bugs like bugging you, but they're there. They're just there to say hello. You know, you're just like, seeing all like the little critters and they're just like loving on you but they're not bothering you but they accept your presence and you accept them and everything's just flowing and it's blissful. <laughs> 
I love that. And I can resonate with that because I feel like I have, I also feel like 2021 has been this grind mode. And like you mentioned, this um, heightened masculine energy of like really being kind of assertive towards commitment of what you want, what you desire, what you know you deserve, standing tall in your truth and your worthiness. And come summer, I feel like I've been called to just relax, like just be in the moment, just accept all that I have now and enjoy it, like bask in the light, bask in the joy and know that everything is going to fall into place and everything is in divine time. And there's no need to be efforting as much now. You know, you mentioned earlier that it was five years ago that you really came into this higher state of awareness, this conscious awareness that you've been embodying um, and that you still feel and have been feeling consistently. What was that significant moment that like five years sticks out to you? Five years ago, it was a very turbulent time in my life. And I recently just did the uh, numerology, the numerology of what 2016 was for me. And that was, um, that was my year of rebirth. That was my year of rebirth. That was my year of killing off the old self. Like literally all, whoever that was, it's just that could not come. And so ironically enough, when I first came into this state of awareness, of just beginning to question myself and beginning to ask those questions of what is beyond the veil? What is existing beyond my state of awareness? And, you know, I was, I wasn't, I've always been we are all spiritual beings, you know, even if we're not aware of it, Mm -hmm. but there was actually, yes, there was actually a woman who spoke to me and it was so bizarre, but this, this, this is like the pinnacle moment that I'm like, that's when it happened. And so I was thrift shopping and I came, I came across a daishiki, right. And I came, I said this at the time, I was like, I was like, oh, I want this daishiki, but I can't wear it because I'm not African. And okay, like that, that, that's that, that's 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 that limiting. I don't know myself, obviously. Didn't know myself. Didn't know myself. And this woman, this black woman, heard me. And she, the spirits were speaking through her. The spirits, like, you don't know yourself well you about to know yourself and she told me about myself honey she read me like a book she read me like a book I mean I was like okay like it was so much at the moment I didn't even grasp all of it I was she was just like 
you are African, like your roots are, you know, just reminding me of my roots. Mm-hmm. She reminded me of my roots. And that was, that was, that was a transformational moment because I began to, I began to understand where we all really come from. And I was raised as a Christian, you know, um, I come from a very strong Christian background and it just led me to question so much because what is the truth? You know, what is the truth? And so mm-hmm. <laughs> starting with what is the truth? Okay. I just began to kind of aggressively do this research, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, like literally aggressively researching the mic. Take me back to Kemet. Yeah. <laughs> we are the ancient, we're the ancient civilizations and all of that. Like I was very radical about finding who I was. And so I actually, I was on Twitter at the time and there was two accounts that I followed. One who I love, she is an astrologer. She's a Reiki master. Her name is Mystic Lipstick, Danielle Aoka. Love her. She um was dropped. She used to do a lot of full moon and new moon rituals. And I don't know, I just started participating in it. In it. At that time, at that time, Spirit was like, all that old stuff was cut removed and released and I didn't even understand why I was like so hurt about it you know Mm -hmm. because this was a month after the woman had spoken to me Mm -hmm. and a month later I was just like like what (laughs) like literally just I felt like maybe like I felt very small Mm -hmm. I felt very small I felt very lost I'm just like what is real what is it real what is the truth you know and so I had to surrender because like I said I was aggressively seeking the truth and that aggression just wore me out I was so tired I was like Liz I can't do it anymore I was like I can't I can't do this anymore I'm living my life my job sucks my god everything sucks and everything was really like that type of energy you know yeah yeah (laughs) so I'm just like okay like something told me I live really close to nature this is something this time is like, just go into nature. Child, just go. Because I would spend a lot of my time in bookstores. Like, I was seeking the truth. So I'm like, let me find a book. Let me find something that I can just read and absorb. Because I'm like, I don't know what the hell is going on. It's like, I don't know what's going on. But let me, let me find something. Because I just needed to ground. And I did not know how to ground. I didn't even know what grounding was, you know. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I just need to sit still and just be cool for a second. Yeah. And so spirit led me to this. It's like a private trail that's on. It's, it's so funny because it's on a church. But it's like a church that believes that we can connect to God through nature. Like, mm. wow. Mm-hmm. So 
I found myself walking on the trails, you know, and I'm just like, I'm just walking like, I'm like, okay, you know, like, what's going to happen? But I wasn't expecting nothing, but I'm like, there's the reason why I'm here. And I found that there was a chair. There was a chair in the middle of these trails, like behind a tree in the bushes. I'm like, I'm like, who put this trail here? Like, I'm going to go sit in this chair so I can just feel it. And I literally, I'm like climbing through all these like vines and stuff. And I'm sitting in this chair and I'm like, wow. Just completely enmeshed in all like the trees are like right here. And I'm just sitting with it. And I just begin to just breathe. And I'm like, okay, like this is my spot. This spot was intentionally meant for me. Mm-hmm. And so I quit my job. I quit my job and I began going to the spot every single day. I would take my books. I would have like a jug of water. I'd have a few blunts rolled, you know, yeah. <laughs> I'm like I'm, I'm like, I'm like, just to sit here, this is my job right now. Mm-hmm. And I would just journal. I would read. I would just chill and meditate. Mm-hmm. That's it. I would leave my phone in the car and I would be out there for hours. And that grounding was so necessary because it provided, it just, just provided enough stillness for me to get to the next part. Mm-hmm. That's when I began my massage therapy journey mm-hmm. because I was still trying to figure out my, what am I supposed to do? Like I had taken a year off from, I was in a gap year. So I hadn't enrolled in college yet or anything. I was just, I was literally just floating and vibrating, mm-hmm. <laughs> just, just floating and vibrating. I'm like, all right, but I need to do something. You know, I can't just, I love the luxury of being able to sit in nature all day, but I'm like, I need to do something. And so I wanted, I originally wanted to be a physical therapist. Mm-hmm. And I really tried to go that route. Like I enrolled, I was taking the courses and classes. And what had happened was I had missed on my entrance exam. I excelled in everything, but it was like the math part where I missed it by one point. And I only missed it because I was guessing because I was ready to be done with it. I was over it. I'm like, it's freezing in here. I've been here for six hours. Yeah. Y'all say the math portion for the last part. I'm like, all right, we're just so I'm like that one part, that one question I guessed on was that one question that told me that I would have to do even more stuff to get. To, I'm like, uh, I was like, okay, that didn't work. All right, that was a very easy note from the spirit. That was a very easy note from spirit. Like that ain't it, but it's okay. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just like, okay still just meditating and I was into crystals at this time and so I was still you know in the nature and then one day my uncle who is a massage therapist he was like why don't you go to massage therapy school I'm like okay I'm gonna go to massage therapy school because I'm like if I want to be a physical therapist then massage therapy can just be that uh that first step and then it was in massage therapy school that I really began to discover my gifts for just being able to sense and touch and heal. Like the, just the healing through touch 
And it was really beautiful because I look back, you know, I enrolled in like that November of 2016 and I had like a month to before I started school in January, 2017. Yeah. And I look back and just, I was so fresh. I was so into, I was so into myself because I had that six months of just like soaking in my spirit. And so I was so into myself. I had, I, I, I really admire who I was at that mark. When I first started massage therapy school, I was, had a little job. I was working out, I was in my meditations. Like I was at that, I was at that consistency and I was in school. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. And then it's really funny when we talk about consistency because just being an empath and as sensitive as I was, it's like I completely lost. I, I did for two years. For two years, I lost that spiritual connection. It was always there, but I forgot how to tune into myself because I was caring and picking up on everyone else's energy, mm-hmm. a lot of evil eye energy. And I was in a super toxic relationship. So it's like a two year rite of passage of the dark night of the soul. Mm-hmm. And I think it's interesting when we, you know, when we speak about the spiritual journey, because you know, we're going to have that epiphany moment and we're going to like be able to ride that wave and, you know, and then there, there's going to be life that f- makes us fall off of it. You yeah. know, life happens, but these are life's teaching moments to help usher you back into your spirit, your spiritual sense. And then it's like when I came, when I finally, it was like a breakthrough. It really was a breakthrough. I felt like I felt that the life that I was living was so worn into the ground, like so worn into the ground. I I just couldn't do it anymore. Mm -hmm. I couldn't be in that relationship anymore. I couldn't be around the people who I was anymore and just just super toxic environment, you know, Mm -hmm. like I couldn't do it because my spirit knew that it was not for my, uh uh-uh. Couldn't know. <laughs> yeah. No. And I was fighting really hard to stay in my in that comfort zone. Mm-hmm. I was fighting really hard to stay in that comfort zone, but it got to a point where it's like if you stay any longer, then it's your life. Literally. Mm-hmm. If you stay any longer, then it's your life. And then what? You know? And so when it gets to a point where it's like, this is not, this is not worth my life. I'm not, I'm not sacrificing myself or my spirit for anybody or anything or whatever. I'm not. And so I found myself again, you know, I found myself again in yoga. I found myself again in nature. I found myself again having to accept it be okay with starting over. Yeah. And it was really hard, you know, because you have to deal with those feelings of feeling like a failure, feeling like, you know, like 
still trying to still trying to make sense of your old life. And then it's like, you know, like I saw that I had the opportunity to to read to for a new a new beginning. Yeah. Instead of looking back, I saw a new beginning and I chose to commit to my new beginning. It took a minute to like shake all that energy off. Like it was I had to undergo like intense shadow work like for six months roughly like about six seven eight months yeah my life nothing but shadow work and it was intensive it was rigorous and it was like it was very aggressive yeah. very great but it was needed because I had to release all that energy that I was still holding just from that you know from that space yeah I had to completely rebirth I had to give birth to myself again yeah that's literally what it uh, what it is and now that I'm speaking of it and seeing it in this way it's like that eight month period of shadow work was me giving birth to myself Mm. and so it looked a lot at the beginning of my spiritual journey where I was like I quit my job and I'm just looking for myself yeah but I was uh, yeah I was very unapologetic about it and it was like it was an interesting time but it got me to where I am today and it was very beautiful um because I just look at the innocence and the acceptance and all things yeah a lot of innocence and acceptance yeah it really is all about how you choose to perceive things like a lot of the times all we need is a shift in perspective to move on to find what we're looking for to heal to shift our lives completely and I like how you brought up in different ways that Really what all of this is, is like you being called back to yourself. And I've brought this up in a couple past uh, podcast episodes, but I remember when I felt very lost at one point and I remember thinking like, ah, like I miss that feeling of feeling very in tune with spirit and realizing through my healing that when I feel disconnected to spirit, it's because I'm disconnected to myself. And it really is all just like you being led back to yourself, to your most authentic self. Sometimes we don't even realize that we are straight away from my, from ourselves that we need to experience that kind of tower moment again. Um, and I went through that period, that long period of shadow work last year. Like that was that time for me. So I feel like I'm just now really going through that kind of 
big grand awakening where you're like starting to realize like what you no longer resonate with, what you don't relate with, and you're just kind of piecing your life back together to the things that do resonate with you, you know? What would you say or when was your most recent tower moment? And what did you overcome at that time? You know, it's so interesting because when we speak about like the tower moments and how for some, like I can say like in my past, like those tower moments where it's like my life completely shifted and came down and everything had to change and go. And then we we can begin rebuilding from the pieces, you know? But it's like the more that I have just been staying true to myself and intentionally focused in being in alignment, the tower moments have been very subtle. Well, I wouldn't say subtle, but they've been a lot more graceful than what it's been in the past. Mm-hmm. You know, some things that had to go where some friendships that I were holding on to. Mm-hmm. I know that that was a tower moment. That was, that was, that was a tower moment because it, it did affect me. It did affect me. Um, you felt like another heartbreak, you know, I, it was at the beginning of the year. Ironically enough, this was like the same time that I was opening the spa, like the same time where it was, it was, you know what? It's actually really beautiful the way that I'm seeing this now because as I was building my foundation and growing each stages of the foundation it's not like the tower had to completely come down it was just like you know just some old bricks that had to just you know we got to put new bricks there the old bricks can't be there no more yeah and so some friendships had to come to a close and that was it was really troubling at the time it was troubling at the time because I I just wasn't willing to accept the truth of what I knew it was and and just that betrayal you know Mm -hmm. that betrayal I questioned myself for a second not for a moment, but for a quick second, I was questioning myself. I'm like, but why did this happen? What, like, you know, the the was, is it myself? Is it something I'm not seeing in myself? Is it me? When it really was just the fact that they were, they were unwilling to see themselves. Mm-hmm. And I still love them. Yeah. I still love them, you know? It's just spirit just, you know, it's like not everybody can come. And that's what I make peace with. Not everybody can come. And, you know, it's like I'm at peace with that because where I'm at now, where I'm at in my life now, like would I be here now if I was still holding on to energy that was harming me? Yeah, that's actually something that I have been reflecting on recently and something that... I, uh, 
expressed on my Instagram platform uh, mm-hmm. to others to see, to kind of like gauge the collective on how many of us have experienced feeling a sense of disappointment in the past few months or past year by people who we felt were close to us um, and have had, have felt like we in some way needed to heal from that, the closing of that relationship or the uh, having to let go of those relationships. And what has helped me is I think like for me, the, the recent changes and shifts that have been occurring in life, acceptance and surrendering has been like the most medicinal uh, characteristics that have assisted me in this current journey. What characteristics would you say since you have been um, really consistent in embodying your higher self and staying in tune with your conscious awareness and the tower moments have been in a way your way of noting that you are remaining more in alignment with yourself than you have in the past what would you say are the characteristics that you are embodying that are assisting you it really is gratitude it really is gratitude it is gratitude for accepting everything as it is and where it stands Um, whether it's in my life or outside of my life, I'm grateful for where it's at. And just the gratitude of knowing that I'm in a constant flow state, you know? I'm in constant flow because if things are flowing in and out, like if things are flowing out of my life, then I know that that better is going to flow inside. Better is always coming. And so accepting that things need to be in that flow state. Mm -hmm. And I would say just because I am a Libra. So relationships are vital. I'm still like, I still, I still talk to my childhood best friends. Like the, the, the person, the, the girl who, the best friend who I was raised with since six weeks old, we still exchange change my middle school best friend my elementary best friend like I we're still all in contact you know what I mean so people it's not like it's easy for me to let go of things now understanding I I accept when it's time to grow but I always hold these spaces in my heart, you know? So I have a lot, a very large heart for a lot of things. And even things that is like, okay, I know this isn't good for me anymore, but I still love it, you know? Yeah. And so when it comes to remaining grounded in alignment with my higher self, it's a lot of peace. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of peace. If I value my peace, I will protect my peace. And if I am protecting my peace, I have to understand while I still may love some things, I have to love it from afar. 
Mm-hmm. And that's okay. That's acceptance. That is that is growth. That is accepting the beauty in all things. Like I can, I appreciate, I appreciate what it looks like from afar because I don't get to see the detail of it anymore. You know what I mean? Like so it's kind of like having maybe like when when you have an enhanced vision, sometimes it's better to keep that distance so you can have like a blurred vision on it. Because if you can see too closely for what it is in its detail, that's like, eh, you know, it's like, <laughs> you know what I'm trying yeah, to convey? It's yeah, like, definitely. And I feel like that also, I like, I, I like that example because I feel like it also is this um, thing of like, protecting yourself and your energy because when you have that expansive vision where you can see a lot um, you have to be a little more protective and mindful of how much you're allowing yourself to see within close parameters of your of your space and I feel like you know if we were to correlate vision with empathic energy and you are a very empathic person you have to like you know like you mentioned like I mentioned be mindful of like who you're choosing to have so close to you because you have that heightened ability Mm -hmm. um so I love that example and I feel like you know as you become more conscious aware as you awaken more into yourself as you are in the state of being that we have been talking about practicing energetic hygiene is very very important how do you personally prioritize and practice energetic hygiene at this place and where i am now i have to my whole life needs to be in alignment with very strict boundaries. Like I'm very strict about my spiritual hygiene. Um, And that is where this is not, it's not going to look the same for everybody. It won't look the same for everybody, but I specifically for what my guides require of me, I have to, be like on 10 now like what I used to do last year for my energetic hygiene has now amplified times 10 because I I work with people's energy on a daily basis I am physically I physically touch people on a daily basis I'm physically reading into people's energy I'm physically channeling every day and so most people like I always, I, I, I strongly feel this way because it's like most people, like your everyday person, they don't even probably can't even, can, their energetic hygiene is taking a shower, washing their face and teeth, you know, that's it. And then, you know, you have, I understand how people, more empathic uh, people who work like just on a digital basis, you know, they still have to maintain their own energy to show up for themselves. 
And then it's like spirit has brought me up a further notch to where now I work energetically online, but in real life with people. Mm-hmm. And then I, I wish I could emph- like emphasize, I, I don't think I can emphasize enough, but I'm physic- I physically touch people. You know, I, and that requires so much vulnerability mm-hmm. for people to be able to just surrender and be undressed on a table. For me to caress every single layer of their energetic and physical body, you know, it gets very deep. So my own, to be able to do that in the capacity that I do it, my energetic hygiene rituals, um, it looks like I can start with the rising, you know, the rising, it's no phone, no phone for at least. 90 minutes in the rising it is like a 30 minute meditation journaling and prayer just praying and speaking over my day and then it goes into you know and then I go into you know you wash your face wash your body you know doing all that or whatever but now I have to everything is a ritual everything is a ritual so the water that cleanses my face. So cleansing, cleansing, but speaking over my face and just amplifying my energy to be in light, you know, just sending the best energy forward. And then when I use my serums, um, it's like I'm speaking protection over them, like protect me because it's oil, you know, and they got properties and stuff. And then I'll charge my shower with Reiki energy just to wash anything away or just even like, to um just to you know just shower me in this golden light and then you know I I speak of anointing a lot because I have to like triple layer my anoint my anointments you know I have three different oils I work with and I anoint myself from here there in the third eye and my palms and everywhere you know anointing Mm -hmm. and and then you know I um I always keep my crystals on me. Always. I'm like a walking crystal. I am a walking crystal, but I always have crystals that I keep um, on my everyday arsenal. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, honorable mention to my to my amethyst. My amethyst keeps me so on point. Um, and even just throughout my day and how I keep my energy up and guarded. Um, I'm the queen of doing I do the most, but on the path of least resistance, you know? And so I'm very intentional about where I'm going. I, I'm not going to walk the street. You're not really going to see me walking the streets anymore. You're not really going to see me in public places too much anymore. Cause I'm very, I just don't want to feel all this energy. If I don't have to feel if I don't have to feel all this energy of being out in most common spaces, like the grocery stores or wherever, then I'm going to avoid it, you know? Yeah. So I, I really am. Cause I'm like, even in the grocery store, it's like too many eyes. So just being very intentional and direct with how I move when I run my errands. Um, super. I keep like a little spray bottle that I, a uh, little spray bottle of like, protection water and cleansing water and I just you know keep that on me yeah. especially when 
before I go into spaces or when I come out, I always refresh my energy. Um, but most, for the most part, I really like to just stay in one space. You like this chair where I'm sitting at. Mm-hmm. I like to just stay here. Yeah. And then after a work day, then after days of work, I'll probably go do yoga. Mm-hmm. Hot yoga specifically, so I can just like stretch and like sweat everything out. And then I love in like my night with a warm bath. Yeah. The seals it. And then after my bath, there'll be like I take my bath in the dark, you know, and there'll be like little magical baths, and then I'll come out of it. My room will be all dark, but I'll have a candle lit. Like, you know, my altar's in my room, so it'll be just lay out in front of my altar. Just in that night meditation, just set my intentions for the next day. And then I rest like a baby. (laughs) (laughs) That's how you know. That's how you know. It's just, it's, that's, that is what has kept me in this state of beingness where I currently reside, that's how it has to be done. Yeah. Sometimes, and I don't do all of that every single day. Like I'm working towards getting to doing all of that every single day. Like, you know, like up to like maybe three times a week, you know, mm-hmm. like a spiritual bath once a week yoga once I always just start with the one okay if I just do it this week and let that energy bring me through the end of the week then that's amazing because it's a lot you know Mm -hmm. and I feel that it's hard to keep it really is hard to keep up yeah well I'm not gonna say that it's hard to keep up but it requires a lot of work to keep up with the higher self, you know, mm-hmm. and having to live in this human experience while we are spiritual beings, and it's like, you know, we have to keep just keeping up with thyself. And so, in the past, um, I would try to do the most and beat myself up when I don't do it. So I'm like, if I just do it this week, then that's great, you know? But one thing that I will, I do not skip on my meditations. No, uh, that, uh, <laughs> no, if I, if I did, if I'm not meditating, if I didn't meditate throughout the day, then I'll pray for me. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Meditations are so sacred and thank you for sharing all of that. Um, and I, I also just want to say like, I love and appreciate how you speak and let your words flow because you're, I very much relate to your flow because I, I know I'm at my best self when I am embodying this very calm energy and you can tell by the way I speak when I'm in that state and it just like you know it just just sounds very calm it comes out calm and that's how you are and I love it and everything that you walked us through feel like is very helpful for, for people to be able to envision like 
what protecting your energy looks like, which is so important. Um, and really honoring yourself is what that is and remaining graceful. Like you said, I love how you mentioned you're doing the most, but on the path of least resistance. And I think it's important for us to remember that we're not on that timeline of exhausting ourselves anymore. Mm-hmm. And we have to acknowledge that our ancestors, our spirit guides, the universe, our angels don't want us to feel exhausted. Right. Um, so journeying with grace. I love that. It's really about preservation. Mm-hmm. Our ancestors, our ancestors worked for survival. Now we have the opportunity to preserve, preserving your peace, preserving your protection, preserving where you are and finding yourself deeper in that. Mm -hmm. Doing the most is very chaotic. Yeah. And coming from a chaotic life is like, uh yeah. I like to just be chill. I like to chill. Like, I love your energy because it's just like, it's so soothing. (laughs) It's so soothing. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. I feel like there's so much that I could talk to you about, you know, like, you know, you recently opened your spa and I'm sure that that in itself was a whole journey and manifesting and you know, just like following your calling and what that looks like. And for some reason, like coming into whenever I come into my um, conversations, I always like to take a moment to just acknowledge if there's anything I feel called to touch on with the person I'm about to speak with. And for some reason, love came up for me when it came to you. So I think we might bring this full circle with that. You know, you brought up having experienced a toxic relationship and you brought up, you know, having to let go, you know, certain friendships to really continue building this solid foundation for yourself. And I feel like this whole conversation, we've just been taught really rooted in honoring ourselves in our awakening in our returning home to ourselves and remaining consistent in that, in that state of being, reflecting on all of that and coming to the awareness after everything that you've been through. What love do you feel you deserve? How would you describe that love? And For those that are listening or watching, what advice or just anything that you may feel called to express to them regarding love, would you feel open to sharing? When it comes to love, love is truly the foundation of myself. Everything that I do comes from intentional love. And a large portion of my life 
majorly like my adolescence and up into after that dark night of the soul was an absence of the recognition of love. And so when I was unable to recognize myself in the loving state of awareness that we are all presently in, when I was unable to recognize it within myself, that is where a lot of self-harm and self-sabotage and just self-inflicted trauma came about. And it really, honestly, I would say it was last year. It was last year, the beginning of last year. Because I will say this, even after that very toxic relationship, I knew I still had work to do because I somehow kept attracting minor reflections of that energy, of that lack of self-recognition for love. And so it's really funny how this is, um, how my guides, how my guides show me how to heal and find self-love through people, you know? And so my South Node is in Pisces. And if y'all know about astrology, if you don't know, your South Node, that's where you look to when you need That's what you look to when you are healing that shadow, when you are rising, that's where you grow from. That South Node is where you grow from. And so, Spirit, the universe sent me a Pisces. (laughs) And that was the breaking point. That was like, why? I, I literally asked myself, I'm like, why? Why am I settling for less than what I deserve? Why am I, why, why am I putting myself in this situation? You know, I had that, like, that serious conversation. Like, like, literally, if I'm allowed to excuse my French, I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. And, you know, if you're dealing with people that puts that face of what the fuck, like, okay, that's when you're like, all right. Yeah. So, I had to return to self and figure it out and really deepen my awareness of self-love because I truly feel that I truly feel that self-love love is unconditional we are already love it is just like that kind of suppresses the love that we are able to recognize within ourselves Mm -hmm. And so the more lighter that we become, the more we are able to find ourselves in that expression of love. Mm -hmm. And so I did, I did a self-love ritual for myself. And it was the first self-love ritual that I've done for myself. I don't even know. I just know I need to pour into myself and it needs to be very divine. I just needed it. I was hurting. And I wrote myself a love letter. I wrote myself a love letter. 
And I just poured, I just poured into my heart, you know, because that's how we, we have to fill our own cups. We have to fill our cups so we can see it in the world. And so I just wrote myself a very beautiful Venus filled love letter because I am a leader. So yeah, I just poured all these loving affirmations of just who I am. And even if I couldn't see it in myself at the time, I'm going to speak it into myself because I needed it. You know, sometimes we have to adjust our own crowns. And so it was a, it's very much of, I am love. I recognize myself as love. I am, I am the divine embodiment of my higher self. I am healing every day. I am beautiful. I am worthy. I am kind. I am sensual. I am soulful. I am stable. I am strong. I am courageous. I am bold. I am brilliant. I am intelligent. I am, this is coming. This is like, I am a divine elixir. I am the divine essence of love. I am the living embodiment of unconditional love. I am love. Mm-hmm. That's all I know is love. Mm-hmm. And so I wrote that love letter to myself. And I think I aligned, I aligned it with the candle and I did like a little ritual with it, you know? And ever since then, like that was maybe like March of 2020, you know? And ever since then, I just began to truly feel more confident in myself. And I stopped taking things so personally. I'm like, look, if if they're not, if whoever is projecting their own lack of self-love onto me, and this is like, you know what, I understand. And I send you love because I got more than enough. And so it's, it's an understanding. It's an understanding and not allowing myself to be re- removed from love. Mm-hmm. And so everything, everything in my life now is a reflection of the self-love that I pour into myself. And that looks like an intentional love. That looks like being intentional with everything. Everything that I place my energy into is intentional. And so it looks like, it looks like care. Mm -hmm. It looks like being well nurtured. It looks like, it looks like preparing in advance for myself. And this is also how I've been reparenting my inner child, because if I had a real physical child, if I had a actual reflection then I'm going to make sure that this child is well kept I'm going to make sure that their needs are met I'm going to make sure that they're fed well I'm going to make sure that they're hydrated well I'm going to make sure that they're dressed well I'm going to make sure that they are heard and understood I'm going to make sure that they are that they know that they're actively being participated with and so that is truly how 
I'm finding myself deeper in this self-loving expression. Um, and it just shows up in the most littlest ways. It doesn't have to be so like a grand, like cupid's gesture, anything like that. It's like, you know what? Self-love to me looks like make sure I have my water filled, you know? Yeah self-love yeah you know like make sure you're staying hydrated thinking you know we're 70 percent water mm-hmm. it's literally like self-love is hydrating yourself filling mm-hmm. your own cup and hydrating yourself and also it looks like you know just taking care of my skin taking care of my spirit I like to wear things that make me feel nice and loving and, you know, and just taking the time to figure out how I want to express my love. And so, you know, because I feel like there's some, you know, there's some days where I'm just like, yeah, you know, like maybe I need some love from someone else today. You know, maybe it's like, it's some days where I'm like, I don't feel as high in love as I know I typically could. Mm-hmm. And so giving myself compassion for that. And like, really, like, some days I just won't be feeling it. But I'm like, okay, like, it's okay. Yeah. It's okay because I know what I can't do for myself, spirit always will. Mm-hmm. Spirit always will. And so it's just the simplest thing, you know, like, having that conversation with your guides and it's like I love you I love you I love you I love you you know just saying it saying it and feeling the increase in your own vibration every time you say it and then amplifying it with an action and so amplifying these intentions with the actions and pouring love into somebody else it could be it could simply just saying I love you to the homeless man on the corner or just giving giving someone that extra long hug. Mm-hmm. Those hugs are so healing. They are. So healing. So healing. And I, I have to say, like, for where I'm at in my life, it's because I am intentionally loving myself in such deep ways and I am allowing myself to receive this deeper loving intention and so it's really beautiful um it's surely like my guides are showing me this love and it's nothing like I've really felt before in my life right it's beautiful it's really beautiful and to anybody that really needs to hear this is like one day you will get it if you if it's not something that you have to externally seek to obtain but one day you're going to find it within yourself mm-hmm. and then one day you are just going to be to feel that overwhelming sense of comfort and feeling that oozing energy from your heart where you're just like, wow, you know? And it's like, maybe when you feel that energy, you'll even find that the first thing you want to do is give it away. Mm. And I think I, if I can encourage you to keep, keep it for yourself for a bit, mm-hmm. keep it for yourself for a bit. Mm-hmm. And take that energy 
and allow yourself to look back and send love to the former reflections of yourself that didn't know the love that you feel now. Mm-hmm. And so that way, the healing across all the timelines can truly come to light because it's like when we when our past selves sometimes the former versions of ourselves are still seeking that love mm-hmm. and then they show up in this present moment and we act in a way that isn't truly necessarily in alignment with our higher selves mm-hmm. and then we be like well why did I do that and then we begin to go on that train of thought of of just thoughts that are less than love mm-hmm. and less than compassion and understanding. And it's like, we, the self-sabotage comes from our former selves just asking for the same love mm-hmm. that you're giving to your present self. Mm-hmm. You know, and so being able to recognize that, just being able to recognize all aspects of love. This also needs to be said because love is not harmful. Love is not harmful. Love isn't abusive. Mm -hmm. Love is not, love is not going to tell you that. Love is not going to dismiss who you are. Mm -hmm. Love is going to encourage you and affirm you towards your highest potential, always. Love will always affirm you towards your highest potential. Mm-hmm. And anything that degrades from that degree of love is where the absence of love, that's where the line becomes drawn. That absence of love, when it begins to degrade, so just, you know, for anybody that can hear this and make a mental note of that, love is always adding value. Mm-hmm. It's always adding value. That, I feel like you just spoke a poem. <laughs> I love how you mentioned extending love to all the timelines of you and how those past versions of ourselves may show up. Those are versions of ourselves that are truly just seeking the love that we are able to provide ourselves now. And something that recently came up for me is when we acknowledge our triggers as defense and survival mechanisms that we've developed in traumatic experiences I feel like because those triggers are trying to protect us, they are in a way an expression of love that just need reassurance. Mm -hmm. And my inner child recently just kind of came up in a vision of a traumatic experience that I had. And I just felt called to just like, hold myself and assure myself and just be like, wow, you really went through that, you know, and you're safe now. Just like you mentioned, just really providing yourself 
that love and knowing that as you continue to deeply, unconditionally pour into yourself with that love, you will find reflections of that love coming to you when you are ready to receive and when it is in divine time. So thank you for sharing all of that goodness on love and that truth on love. And I hope that everyone who is meant to listen to any of these messages or anything that was discussed in this episode aligns to this conversation. And I do want to hold space for you if you feel called to share anything else, but if not, it's totally okay. I really love that you brought up in how you, how you exchange with your inner child. I think that's really important because when the inner child feels seen and heard and understood, then we really can find ourselves moving forward in a more wholesome, complete light. And this is really the holding yourself. It, it, it's, mm-hmm. You just hug yourself and hold yourself and love on yourself. And feeling your fingertips, like, you know, just feeling every inch of your energy extending all over you. Because that's what the inner child needs to know that they are heard and seen and understood. And so I thank you for bringing that to light because it is truly a reminder. It is a reminder to myself as well, just to hold yourself Mm -hmm. and to go back to the inner child and be like, you are safe and I love you. And I, I reassure you that you are not neglecting. And I reassure, I will comfort you in this loving energy that you are held and you are heard. You are secure. And as the higher self speaks to the inner child and says, I got you. Mm-hmm. And I will never let you go. And I will never let you go. And you have permission to come forward with me and experience this beautiful, loving light that we can share together. Mm-hmm. And so that's some that's little inner child tidbit that is so important. Yeah. Important for all of us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh, thank you so much for your affirmations and for sharing your stories with us and just for exchanging this energy with me. I genuinely feel so honored (laughs) to be present with you. Even if it's just on this digital frequency, I still feel you and see you and I'm so grateful to share this conversation that we just had with others so thank you so much for your time and energy and know that it is honored and valued so deeply honored I'm, I'm I am humbled I am humbled I'm truly humbled to be in this space sharing this energy this beautiful loving exchange of gratitude it is 
is very meaningful and I know this will be very impactful. And I just want to encourage you to continue doing the work that you are doing and being able to hold space in these digital mediums is so important. It is so important and it's so valued. And it is a beautiful way that you preserve your energy and also just you're writing your legacy. And so I think it's very unique that you choose to do it in this way. And I just want to encourage you to continue allowing yourself to be guided in wherever you're flowing. Spirit is taking you to some beautiful, beautiful, beautiful divine places. Much gratitude, much love. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you.